Go for it. Okay, so one of the things that you and I talked about is that we do the podcasts on a, like it's like an hour and an hour, sometimes less than an hour, but nearer an hour than it is anything else. And we both talked about the links between the charity and the podcast, and then also mine and your relationship in regards to the charity and what we do and what the charity does as a whole. And so one of the things we came up with was an idea to do very small little snippet things um, that we can post wherever we want to post in regards to mental health and be specific. So today perhaps might be a good idea to talk about what's mental health, what's mental ill health, or unwellness and what's mental health awareness if you see what I'm saying and I was kind of suggesting that that's where we start yeah I think that sounds a good idea and, and also if anyone's got any questions they can submit them for us to to ask and answer and how would they do that they can email us oh that's a good idea yeah we'll have the email address at the bottom of the video um okay. but they can email info at somewherehousesomerset.org and uh, we'll pick it up and take it from there and I think one of the things that the, a caveat to that is that we're not experts in that sense. I mean, people would call me an expert because of what I do for a living, but I don't kind of, pref- I don't believe that I have all the answers and I don't believe any of my answers necessarily fit anybody, but if they do, well, brilliant. And if they don't, well, that's life as well. And, and everyone's unique as well. Everyone's got their own situation yeah. and, you know, one line of question can't, can't give you the background. It's a bit like a, taking a photo. You only see what you can see. Yeah. So we'll, we'll try our best to, to help answer anyone's questions. So I suppose that what is mental health? And the, the, it's arguably mental health is when you know about what's going on for yourself mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. But is that then ill health as well? And so there's a, it, it, there's a combination of both really because – just because you notice that you're feeling particularly sad today, does that mean that you've got a mental illness or is that defined as actually you're just human? Okay, yeah. And I guess also, you know, can you look at that as mental wellness or mental well-being because you're very much in, in kind of control because you know what's going on? Okay, I think control and mental, your mental health doesn't always go hand in hand because sometimes you're not in control of what's going on around you which will alter your cognitive thinking it'll alter your perception of things it'll alter everything about you as a person but is the awareness enough so that you can give yourself some choices yeah no I see what you mean so I guess the question is is what's what's a good way for people to kind of learn about their own mental health and I think, is, is that chicken and egg? Do you recognize what influences your mental health? What, are, what has influenced it in the past? And is that still influencing you? Or on a day-to-day living life, whatever you want to call it, is that then also influencing you as well? So, for example, I did not want to get out of bed this morning, but I did because I went to work. Did I enjoy what I did this morning yes I did but that doesn't mean to say that I'm still not tired and feel like I could do with going back to bed because I feel really exhausted of course yeah is that linked to my what's going on for me on a personal level yes it probably is 
is that something that I want to discuss with somebody? Probably not, if you see what I'm saying. And is that going to influence me for a long period of time? Yes, it is. Do I need to do something about it? Yes, I'll do my best to manage that. But when it becomes a problem for me is when I ignore it, try and hope that it's going to go away, and then it doesn't go away, and then I end up spiraling into a further low mood. And I'm aware of that. So that awareness and linking that to mental ill health or mental awareness or mental wellness is all there. Because I think if you haven't got the insight to that, then you're not going to know what to do or what not to do. Of course, that's it. And, and there's so many different factors that you just touched on that can affect your own mental health. And um, I know that, you know, when I've not slept very well, um, you know, maybe I've been woken up early or perhaps I've just had a bit of a restless night's sleep. I know that, that day is going to be a bit more challenging yeah. because I'm not my 100% self. Yeah. Um, and things, you know, things come at you and, and, and sometimes you haven't got the ability to handle them. So have you got any tips for, you know, how people can kind of check themselves? How can they, how can they go, oh, actually, no, I'm not feeling that great today. You know, what, what can they do themselves? What sort of first aid, I suppose, can they do to themselves to, to help improve how they're perhaps feeling or, or acting in that particular day? Okay. So my chair made a funny noise and I apologize. Um, I, I, it's a really good question, actually. And I think one of the, the, the good things about it comes back to who am I, where I am in the world, and what do I want to achieve in the day? And that's really important. But also, am I well enough to do that or not? And if I'm not well enough, which is what you're suggesting, then what do I need to do to improve that? And for example, we, we live in a very busy world and we, there's lots of very busy people around us and pe- busy people don't always have the time to talk. So I find myself somebody that wants to listen and talk to me. I don't go to the people that are too busy or whatever and then feel rejected by them because then that makes me feel even worse. Of course, yeah. It, it, if that makes sense, you, you know, if your parents are really, really busy and they they just are trying to keep their heads above water and pay the bills or whatever, then the reality is is that actually I might need to go and see a counsellor or might need to go and find a best friend or whatever. If I then find that kind of support, is it the right kind of support? Is it that is it that I'm going to my best friend who's telling me all the things I want to hear, or am I going to seek out? support from somebody who's going to tell me the truth of course and I guess again it all depends on everyone's individual situation and what the issue is at the time but there's certainly good options for people to look at yeah and also you don't nobody's perfect no and it's recognizing that nobody's perfect but we are also very much influenced by our past and it's how much is my past impacting on me today or is it my today's impacting on me today if that makes sense and if we constantly live in the past and don't resolve that past in some way then the chances are if there's been trauma the chances are it will carry with us forever it's not going to go away you have to be able to find some resolution of that past to be able to improve your mental well-being Okay. 
That makes a lot of sense. And in terms of, you know, sort of quick wins for people that kind of help alleviate perhaps how they're feeling in a particular particular moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, in the past, you know, when I felt particularly annoyed or angry, obviously removing myself from that situation yeah, yeah. is a good idea. Um, but have you got any other tips for people? Well, lots of people are very isolated and we get very isolated in this environment, partly because we isolate ourselves. More, more than anything don't always recognize we're doing that and I think that well, they didn't have these when I was younger so p- things like podcasts audiobooks um watching like educational stuff reading a book pottering around in the garden if you've got one planting house plants if you haven't got a garden giving back doing voluntary work e- even when you're anxious it's about feeling the anxiety and going through it if you still have a great book called feel the fear and do it anyway I don't like everything that she writes but certainly a large proportion of what she writes is really relevant to change and it's about changing your circumstances so if you're doing the same old same old and you're feeling the same old same old well do something different whatever that is it'll make you feel better and I guess the the best one is have a cup of tea with a friend right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Says us having a cup of tea together. That's it, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, I suppose I'd ask you the same question. What do you do when you're feeling fed up? Have a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up the phone. Talk to somebody. You know, it's all of that stuff yeah. that you you absolutely do it automatically. But when you've got into the habit of not doing it automatically, before you know it, you're you're back in that negative cycle. And that's it's a horrible spiraling thing. And sadly, some people don't survive that no that's right and it's it can be very difficult again depending on everyone's individual circumstances um but there's plenty of organizations and support out there that people can go to if they've kind of tried all of those other other things and they're not not working yeah and i also think that it's not it's being open-minded you know i've been to organizations and asked for help and thought bloody hell i'll never go back there but then you find that absolute diamond person that's either part of that organization or part of another organization they're bloody brilliant you know they're absolutely fantastic and you think wow thank you very much I really needed that yeah and that can trigger change quite significantly in somebody's life and I also feel that you can't build Rome in a day you know it's not all going to happen overnight no that's it I mean I talked about quick wins but they're they're not going to solve any underlying issues they're going to help you feel better in the moment but yeah absolutely people can't go and go and see a counselor for one or two sessions and hope to be fixed um you know that that's just not what's going to happen no definitely not i mean it's it's time it's time served sadly you do have to put the time in and you do have to build relationships with other people including the relationship with yourself I mean, mental unwellness is very, This it still holds a stigma, sadly, more so for men than for women. And the suicide rate for men is very, very high. And part of that is because actually big boys don't cry, Yeah, which we all know is not true. And they have pain the same as every other lady in the world or every other child in the world. They still have pain. And it's being able to actually voice that and give yourself permission to voice that appropriately 
Of course. And again, about having the right type of support, yeah. the right support from the right people yeah. and all of those things to have the courage and confidence to be able to talk about whatever's going on um, and, and help work through a plan to, to, to make change. I suppose I, I've got a question in my head. If you were in a position where you felt vulnerable, et cetera, et cetera, do you have a list of people that you'd go to? <laughs> uh, not off the top of my head, no. Um, but maybe that's a good thing to do. Um, I'm sure I probably do have a list, but it's certainly not written down or, or at the front of my thought right now. If you needed a new set of windows, do you have a list of people that you'd go to? I do, yes. Can you see the difference? <laughs> yes, very much so. And I and it's like, where do we put the import our own health and our own importance after our windows? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And it's no, like a very good point. Crazy, crazy, and that's the craziness yeah, about it. It really is. And and it's you know, you if you've got an infection, you're going to treat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so why don't we treat what's going on in our minds? Yeah. Very, very true. Equally. Yeah, it's a very, very good point. Um, and never really thought of it like that. Like that, And I imagine lots of other people listening or watching this may have the same view that actually, yeah, it, it's not something that's high up on their list. And the other thing is, is that expectation that everybody else is going to do it for you. So... I mean, I you get fed up with listening to the government should or the National Health Service should or the da, 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 should. And I hear that. They can provide as much as they like, but if you don't do the work, it's not going to change. No, that's very, very true. Yeah. You know, it needs you to take the step forward. So like your windows are never ever going to get sorted if you don't actually pick up the phone and ask the window man to come and sort them out. Yeah. It's exactly the same as your own health issues. It, yeah, totally. totally and I, agree. it's a bit controversial, and people probably get a bit grumpy with me about that, but it's a fact. Mm. And, you know, I pay for my own therapy because actually I know the value of that. And people go, oh, I can't afford therapy. You might not be able to afford therapy. There's plenty of organizations out there that give free therapy and or a very small donation or therapy, yeah. but, like our charity, really, really. Well, exactly. That's it. And we're currently seeing 100 and 50 plus people a week, um, which is phenomenal. Oh, gosh, yeah. I think I was talking to somebody uh, yesterday when I was at the park with the kids, and they said, uh, they live in Burnham where the charity's been set up, and they said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that you see that amount of people. Mm. Just can't believe it. And they said they'd like to do some fundraising, and they want to do fundraising for a bigger organization. And I said, well, why don't you just fundraise for your local charity? Yes, yeah. You know, and that's another thing that people can do is fundraise. A lot of people who are high risk are incredibly successful professional people. Mm-hmm. It's not just people that are on the breadline or no. one parent families or people that are going through some form of change in their lives. It's not just those people. It can be just as successful people who are as vulnerable as the, the most vulnerable in other yeah, ways and and you know they may have different different issues it may be pressure of, of of work and relationships it could be um you know some kind of childhood trauma it could be anything yeah that unfortunately you know hits them and is when they need that support yeah i agree and it's just making sure that you've got those people on your list yeah 
And that's the thing. It's having that list of people. I mean, even if it's a Samaritan's telephone number that's on the end or your local mental mental health services or your GP or just somebody that you think you can go and talk to. I also don't think people always understand that um, the systems that are in place when you have a mental illness or unwellness, whatever you want to call it, there is a system. And very often the system starts with your GP your GP will then prescribe if they feel necessary and they, they will then recommend, hopefully, they should recommend some form of support. If they don't, then at that point, that's the time to, do, to go and get support. It's, it's the best time to get support then. But if they feel that you're acutely unwell, they will refer you to the local services. And But the local services have other services that they can refer to. They might not think that you actually have a mental illness as such, but actually just are struggling at this moment in time and just need a little bit of extra support. So they will farm you out to somebody else or recommend you go somewhere else, refer you, whatever the words you want to use, to get that help. And it's worth just trying it out rather than dismissing it and thinking you should be treated in a certain way, that can often be linked to how we're feeling, our state of mind. Of course, yes. Yeah, people need to have the confidence to be able to go and yeah. to go and reach out confidentially. Um, I, think, I think you've just hit the nail on the head. It's having confidence, and a lot of the time people don't. No, no, exactly that. They don't, have, sadly. Sadly, and it leads to really awful things as well. So I think that's being aware that, you know, if somebody reaches out to you, just give them the hind of hand of kindness back because very often that can be a, f- a first step yeah yeah definitely but also it's about being kind to yourself as well and what do i need and what do i deserve of course yeah should we call it a day then i think so yeah thanks very much and yeah we'll just repeat that email address info at summerhousesomerset.org if you've got a question that you'd like to like us to ask on the podcast we'll obviously do it anonymously um and it'd be great to get any any feedback thank you